Babe, bring the cider. We have the blankets ready. So glad we invested in this massive fireplace. Oh, this huge fireplace, especially during a rainstorm like today. It makes things um, extra spooky. Oh, hey, gays, ghouls, and everyone in between. Welcome to the Horror Bandwagon, and we are your source for spooky, ooky. And sometimes kooky. Entertainment. And welcome back, guys, to our scary story time episode. We have another set of three fabulously scary stories to tell you today. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's getting spooky in here. <laughs> and we are going to start off with Cody. Cody, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Audience, are you ready? I'm going to assume you said yes. No. Who is that? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> All right, Cody, take it away. This story is called Stairs by Jack. In 1984, there lived an old widowed lady by herself in a two-story house who was completely immobile and bound to her wheelchair. Ever since the mysterious death of her husband, she required the aid of a carer who would visit her daily to help her with everyday tasks. What made it even more difficult was the fact that the two floors of the house were only connected by an old staircase inside. When the old lady needed to move between the two, the carer would have to carry her frail body like an infant up and down the stairs. One day, the police received a call from the widow. There had been a murder. Since police units were scarce at the time, and the murderer had already fled the scene, only one detective was sent out to conduct the initial crime scene report. He arrived to see the carer's body splayed out on the floor with her vocal cords ripped out in a pool of blood on the first level of the house. With the old lady atop the staircase in her wheelchair watching him, still and silently, seemingly in shock. He could immediately rule her out as a suspect due to her inability to move up and down the stairs, and because she was trapped up there the time the murder took place. It was similar to the death of her husband many years ago, who had suffocated in his sleep on the couch downstairs. The detective put on his gloves, took photos, swabbed for evidence, and covered the body until the coroner arrived later. All routine business. He scoped the house downstairs for any clues, then asked the old lady if he could look upstairs. She insisted that she was upstairs the whole time, and no one apart from her had been up there that day. But regardless of this, the detective ascended the staircase, to which she hesitantly moved aside. Beyond the staircase, there was a narrow corridor, with three closed doors along it. He checked behind each of the doors. The empty bedroom? Nothing. The bathroom, nothing. He became anxious as he slowly made his way to the final bedroom where the old lady slept. He opened it and everything looked normal. A bed, a wardrobe, and a bedside table with a lamp. He checked every wall of the room in horror as it was not what he discovered, but it was what he didn't discover that made him stop dead in his tracks and slowly reach for the gun in his holster. It was a detail so minor that they had completely overlooked it on the last investigation of the husband's death. There was no phone upstairs. He suddenly heard a noise as he withdrew his gun and rushed out of the room, only to find an empty wheelchair atop the stairs. Oh my god. So what happened there? <laughs> well, obviously the woman wasn't actually wheelchair bound. She's about <gasps> to kill him. What? Yep. Oh my god. 
I thought it was going to be, you know. That took me a while. Sorry, guys. I'm so slow. (laughs) I thought it was going to be, he opens the bedroom, and then he finds the old woman's body, and then it was the murderer who was in the wheelchair. (gasps) That would have been scary, too. All right. I really like that one. Uh, I found it very, very creepy. Uh, We are now going to move on to our second story of the night, or the morning, if you're listening to this very early in the morning. So this story is called The Window by Josh. I was in my bedroom doing the typical at-home teenager thing, staying up late, digging around the depths of the internet, and generally not paying attention to anything other than what was on my monitor. It was the early morning, around 2 o'clock, and everyone in my house was asleep but me. Sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) The room was nice and warm despite it being the dead of winter since we had the windows replaced last week. We had been losing heat, especially in my bedroom, through some old storm windows, but the bitter cold was now kept outside. I don't remember what I was doing. I think in the terror that consumed me, I must have forgotten. I heard a noise at my window. Not the sound of a bug flying into it or the shrubs brushing against it. No. This was an odd sound. A thumping sound. Something I had never heard before. I didn't think anything of it initially. Whether that was because I was genuinely believed it was nothing or because I didn't want to find out what it was, I can't say. But I sat there for a moment and just listened to it. It was distinctly rhythmic. It only lasted 15 seconds or so, and then stopped. I shuddered, but shrugged it off, and after spending another hour or two browsing and consciously not looking toward the window, turned my computer off and fell into an uneasy but uneventful sleep. This morning, after the sun had been up for a few hours and the things that go bump in the night were doing whatever they do during the daylight hours, I walked to my window and spent a few minutes trying to replicate the sound I had heard. I tapped the window, bumped it with some soft objects, even locked and unlocked it, but I couldn't for the life of me figure out what had made the sound. Nothing I did was even coming close. I figured that the event had been a fluke, and the day was normal until this evening. Uh Uh-oh. My dad arrived home from work at the usual time, and decided that the house was too stuffy. So he came into my room and went to open the window. We're in Texas, so winter evenings are sometimes very uncomfortable. As was the case today. Never in my life before that moment have I genuinely wished to be deaf. My dad forgot to unlock the window before trying to open it. And when he pulled it up, It produced the same noise I heard last night. My window only has handles on the inside. (gasps) Wait, I don't get it. (laughs) Babe! Wait, what happened? (laughs) It means that someone was inside this person's bedroom (gasps) trying to get out. Which actually reminds me. Oh my God, that makes me creeped out. Yes, although, although... uh, what I'm picturing in my head, and this is maybe just my way of dealing with the fact that this is a really genuinely scary story. Oh my god! Is, it makes me think of like 
it like the comedy movies where like someone sneaks in to like try to get something out of the house and then like oh, okay. someone comes home and you're like oh no oh no we have to get out but the okay so that is the comedic portion of this story but like now I'm this is no, this got scary. me yeah. this got me because I at first I guess because I was just like enthralled into the story but then now thinking about it oh my god now these this is a story that kind of lingers with you and thinking about what actually happened. This one's a good one. Uh, again, this is from the Creepy Pasta website. You guys can go online and look it up. They have really, really good stuff. Stuff that you will it will probably keep you up at night. All right, guys. Well, that was super entertaining. Uh, we have one more story in store for you for this episode. So, Cody, take it away. This story is called Three Ply by Yurik Victorino. This is a call for help. I don't know how much longer I have. My iPad, my last connection to the outside world, is down to 10%. A few more minutes to send out this desperate message is all I have left. You see, I'm stuck here. And I guess I have to fill you in on exactly how I got stuck in this shitty situation. It was an ordinary day. I woke up, got ready for the day, ate breakfast, school, homework, you know, the daily routine. As per my routine, to finish the day, I was going to take a shit. So I did. Before anything else, I have to say that my bathroom is different from others. For reasons I don't know, the owner had a stall for the toilet like those you'd find in those shitty public bathrooms. Perhaps he didn't want to see his fucked up face in the mirror the toilet faced. It didn't really matter though. I've gotten used to closing and locking the stall every time I use the toilet. Call it a force of habit or an obsessive compulsion to use everything I come across. Next to the stall was a window and a narrow ledge where I put all my tissue. The ledge caused a small gap between the stall door and the window. Great for stuffing more tissue or the occasional magazine I bring along. Nothing absolutely extraordinary or strange, but it was different. Anyway, I pulled my pants down, sat, and felt a cold plastic on my bare ass. With nothing left to do but let nature take its course, I pulled out my iPad and started reading. Of course, I started reading some creepypasta. It was late, quiet, and I was all alone. A perfect time to get a few goosebumps. As I was reading and literally getting the shit scared out of me, I noticed a faint scratching on the stall door. It was as if a dog was scratching the flimsy plastic door, except it was slower, more deliberate. It stopped moments after I noticed it. I was unnerved. I didn't have a dog. It couldn't have been the wind. Those noises couldn't have been fake. I was scared as fuck, but I dismissed it. It must have been the plastic flexing from the temperature. Yeah, that was it. I continued to read. I was almost done shitting, to be honest, but I couldn't just leave my seat without finishing the story. Then I heard a drop. A soft thud. The stack of tissues wedged between the door and the window collapsed. It fell forward out of my reach. I checked the window outside. The night was as still as it could be. It couldn't have been the wind. It was something else. Something from the inside. No, no. I was scaring myself. I slowly chuckled to myself. The rolls were probably just unbalanced in the first place. So I continued. I couldn't shake the feeling that something was wrong, though. I set aside my iPad and slowly unlocked my stall. 
I gave it a slight push, but it wouldn't budge. I reasoned that it must have been rusty. I pushed harder and harder and harder, as hard as my cedar position could muster, yet it wouldn't move. It was as if someone on the other side was pushing back, holding me here. I was panicking. Some malevolent force was keeping me here. I knew what was going to happen next. I would be killed or flayed or mutilated or driven to insanity. The scratching began again, louder, louder, louder. I could feel the plastic slowly rip to pieces. I swear it was toying with me. Then I saw it. A hand, if you could call it that, crept up to the gap, reaching in. This was it. The hand was a rotting shade of green and gray, like it had just freshly dug itself out of the grave. It was putrid and overpowered the already foul smell of the stall. Its slender, bony fingers ventured into the stall, grasping for something, seeking to rend the flesh from my bones. I was frozen in fear. Imagine an end like this, caught with my pants down, found dead on the toilet. The hand inched closer and closer. I could almost feel the cold death permeating from its cold, pale flesh. I was ready to die. It suddenly rushed. I closed my eyes and screamed. Tears came out of my eyes. Sweat came out of every single pore. Hell, I even pissed myself on the toilet. (laughs) I waited. A few seconds. A few slow, agonizing minutes. I did nothing. I mustered up my courage and opened my eyes. It was gone. I was saved. I breathed deeply. No, I wasn't ready to die, and I'm glad I didn't. I pushed the door once more, and I was greeted by an empty bathroom. It took me a while, but eventually, I realized. My tissue. It was gone. All of it. This is a call for help. Please, somebody save me. I like triple ply. What? So, so he is stuck on the toilet and so, he has nothing to use? Yeah, so basically... The monster took his paper? The monster took his toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, that is funny. I've never read a story where the paranormal shit is happening while you're taking a shit. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for sticking around for our scary story time. And we will definitely be back next week where we will most likely read some more scary stories, some funny stories, and scary stories to tell in the dark. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Horror Bandwagon. DM us any scary stories of your own or once you know and we will be happy to read them on the podcast yeah and unless you want to hear the scariest story of all go vote go vote yeah that is the scary time Mm -hmm. this is scary time well guys we will now put out the fire and we will head to bed have a good one good night bye